morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are, Friday, December the 18th of 2020, officially one week until Christmas Day. <laughs> we had a little debate last night on how we have failed so far Gosh. of Christmas 2020. Yeah. And we had great ideas three weeks ago, stuff we were going to buy and have shipped. I'm thinking it might be too late. Uh, now, yeah, you're in trouble unless you want to spend some crazy shipping charges and then really not have, I don't know, the guarantee it's going to make it before. Yeah. Mm. It was like a week and a half ago, my wife, or maybe even two weeks ago, my wife ordered this deal uh, online and she even knew the person she was buying the deal from and the, the person went to the post office and did two day shipping. The package still hasn't showed up. Yeah. yeah, so it's a messy mm-hmm. time of year to try that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then my wife's telling me, well, I guess we're just going to have to go to the stores and pay more. So I looked at the prices, like, like the difference in what I was going to buy online for like 100 bucks compared to what I would buy in the store, and it's about three times higher. And I'm like, <laughs> we're just going to tell Kai that Christmas has moved to January the 25th. Right, right, of course. Uh, so today again is December the 18th, or as Kelly put it, December the 11th. Um, it is National <laughs> Twin Day today. You did put December the 11th. I, I apologize. Why does that say that? I, I don't know why I accidentally did not update that for you. Thank I you. apologize. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, National Twin Day will celebrate twins. Don't you have some twins in your life? Yeah, my brother and sister are twins. Mm-hmm. My dad and my uncle, twins. Yeah. I thought I was going to have twins. That would have been fun. And I thought that was going to be the great thing. And then we had one. And I'm like, wow, I don't know if I could have dealt with two at the same time, especially if they have the same personality. Uh, today is also National Answer the Phone Like Buddy the Elf Day. Number one, have you seen the movie? What, Elf? Yes. No. I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. We have, we have a weekend where we have time, so okay, maybe I'll do that. That would be good. What does Answer the Phone Like Buddy the Elf Day mean? Like, how would I answer the phone if people call? You would say, Kelly the Elf, what's your favorite color? Okay. Well, I would you, say Kelly the Elf. You would insert your own name. So I could do Kelly's an Elf. What's your favorite color? Sure. Yes. I like that. Uh-huh. It's also National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, which you can celebrate that. There's tons of them. And all these brands are doing ugly Christmas sweaters. There's some good ones. I saw a Dwight Schrute one from The Office. Yeah, I saw that. There's also a new Simply Safe, like the security system thing. <laughs> yeah. That has like the Simply Safe logo on it. And there's also a detector in the, in the sweatshirt. And the idea is if somebody gets within six feet of you, it goes off. That's You would love that. Uh, yeah. Well, that way you don't have to worry about the measurement. Sometimes I get out my tape measure and I try to see if people are Do far you? enough apart. Yeah. Okay. So we'll celebrate National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, or as Kelly calls it, Friday, uh, in just a few <laughs> minutes. What is that you're wearing? It's a t-shirt. Ask your mom. What does that even mean? It's a, well. Santa's winking. No, it, there's some at the bottom. Oh, what does it say? If I, oh, gotcha. Uh, it's a Santa shirt. Yeah. Okay. It's a Christmas shirt. Yeah. So it's a Christmas sweater day and she wore a t-shirt. There you go. Welcome to Friday morning. As Kelly says, it's December the 11th. <laughs> <laughs> so how the day is going to go? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1989 and Shenandoah had the number one song in country music on this day. If I had two dozen roses and an old bottle of wine, if I really could have won the moon, would it change your mind? If I could cry a little harder and get a little less sleep at night, if I had two Feels good on a Friday morning. I like it. Shenandoah, two dozen roses. If I had two dozen roses and an old bottle. 
Two Dozen Roses, number one on this day in 1989. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Good morning. Welcome to a Friday morning, December the 18th of 2020. We appreciate you getting your day started with us. And y'all, as always, <laughs> Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Man, Tom Cruise is in the news mm-hmm. this week. We told you the other day that he had this rant on the set of Mission Impossible, and he screamed and yelled at the crew because they weren't following social distancing guidelines. And he was basically saying, hey, we get to be back at work. The world is watching us. Hollywood is watching us. And here you are not doing the right thing. Like screaming. There's also reports he's done that again, and he's even threatened to walk off the movie set, which would put all of the crew and all those people out of work temporarily. So they say that Tom Cruise is really upset because people aren't taking it as seriously Mm -hmm. as he is. And he realizes it's a Tom Cruise movie. People are watching, and he's got to do it right. So that's one element that another rant has Mm -hmm. happened. We don't have the audio from that one just yet. There's also talk that Tom Cruise is dating his co-star from Mission Impossible 7. Her name's Haley Atwell. She's 38. Tom Cruise is 58 and they're saying that they work together on the set. They work together so closely that the relationship started to kind of form there and things are going pretty well. It's wild to me. Tom Cruise hasn't had this high profile romance since 2012 when he split with Katie oh, Holmes. Wow. So Katie Holmes has been spotted with mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx in a pretty long-term relationship and all that. I think they've since broken up, but Tom Cruise 58 is dating his mission impossible co-star Haley Atwell. Who's 38. Got you gossip on Vanessa Bryant, the wife of the late Kobe Bryant. So after Kobe's tragic death, she is accusing her mother of her own mother of trying to extort money from her family. So according to a recent court documents filed, Sophia Lane is suing her daughter, Vanessa, for financial support, claiming she worked unpaid as a longtime personal assistant and nanny for the family. She adds in the lawsuit that before Kobe's death in January, now Kobe was just 41, that he had promised to take care of her for the rest of her life. Unfortunately, she says that that isn't happening now and that since he's gone, Vanessa has taken every step that she could to cancel all of Kobe's Bryant's promises made to her. Now, on the other side of this, Vanessa, who, remember, also lost her 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, in the same helicopter crash that killed her husband and seven other victims, claims her mom is continuing to try to find ways to extort her. She says she has supported her for nearly 20 years. She was never her or Kobe's personal assistant, nor was she a nanny. Vanessa says she has been a stay-at-home mother since she has been a mom, so it's getting really, really ugly. Again, Vanessa Bryant is in the middle of a painful lawsuit with her mom. That's really yeah. terrible. Hey, got you guys up on Tyler Perry. You know Medea, the whole, yeah. the whole Medea series? Well, he posted on his social media photo after a workout, and Tyler Perry says, and I quote, This is what a midlife crisis looks like. I'm 51, single, and wondering what the next chapter in my life looks like. Whatever it looks like, I'm going to walk with God. So he goes on to say some more stuff, and then all of a sudden, all these women start freaking out. He's trying to get some dates. And uh, let me just give you some of the stuff Uh that these women have said to Tyler Perry. Uh, One woman says, hey, Tyler, this is what 49 and single looks like. My kids are out of the house and in college, and I'm living a blessed life. DM me. Another one says, 49 and single, maybe we can go on a date. (laughs) Another woman says, well, Tyler, I'm 26, and if you ever, ever, I mean ever need anyone to talk to, I'm here. Well. So, he's got a lot of money. Yeah. He's funny. Women love him, and it looks like he's not going to have a shortage of dates (laughs) going forward. Got you gossip on one of the Hanson brothers. Remember them? So, Taylor Hanson and his wife, Natalie, have welcomed their seventh child. He's 37 years old, Brandon. Oh, my god! Seventh child. So they announced the happy news on Instagram. Her name is Maybelline Alma Joy. She was born on December 7th. Taylor Hansen, the dad of seven. Taylor Hansen. This is no, the yeah. umbop. Yeah. This is this, seven kids. How many kids do you have, Brandon? Uh, one. There's no I way I could do seven. I want you to add another six. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Seven kids. Did you say the baby's name is Maybelline Almond Joy? Very close. Maybelline Alma Joy. Alma Joy. Okay. That makes more sense than Almond Joy. Yeah. If we started naming our kids after our favorite candy. Yeah. Like it would be Kai Butterfinger. <laughs> Kurt Heath. <laughs>
about some Hanson for you, man. He's 37. I still picture them as kids. That's crazy. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all. <clears throat> I had the chance to go and film my holiday television special, which <laughs> Kelly hates at how I put that, but it's a holiday special uh-huh. that's going to air on television and then live on social media forever. Uh, and on the show yesterday, we were talking about what I should wear, right? Because it's a debate. Every time I go somewhere, I, I for whatever reason, ask my wife and Kelly what they think about my choices, and then I don't listen to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do that. It happens every single time. And I don't think I realized it until you and Leslie were talking about it. I'm like, wait, I really don't take their advice very often. So you've seen the photo, the the main one that's out there. I want you to give me the honest appraisal of my choice of outfits, and I'll tell you why I chose what I chose. Okay? Okay. It's up on social media if you want to check it out. Uh, <clears throat> so at first I put on the gray jeans. You and my wife both thought that my gray jeans were a little more... Dressy jeans. Yeah, like a dressy jean, because we don't think you're a khaki or slacks kind of guy. Yeah, so I put on the gray jeans, and then I sat down in a chair, and I wanted to sit down in a chair to see how they were going to look on me when I sat down. Uh-huh. Because it wasn't a length issue, it was a different jeans bunch in different places. Yeah. And there are some places that if you're sitting, you mm-hmm. don't want to highlight on the television. The television. Okay, yeah, gotcha. And it's just, it depends on the cut of the of that area. Right. And I okay. sat there and I did an honest appraisal. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, if I sit down and I don't move and I pull my <laughs> jeans down a little bit, it's going to be okay. But if for whatever reason I shift a little bit, <laughs> it might not be as good. Okay. And I thought for a holiday special, that's probably Did not you what you're going special for. One more time. Okay. So... When did you decide, did you go home after the show and did you sit down in said pairs of jeans in different chairs? 100%. So your wife had to watch and watch you try on different jeans and have you sit down in the chair. Yes. Because I was like, what if I like, what if I am angled like this? I'm going to go Christmas shopping for your wife today. (laughs) What if the angle is like this, you know? Because the whole deal is like the whole jingle bells. You don't want the jingle bells. You know okay. what I'm saying? Of course. And I thought the gray jeans weren't going to work and they okay. were going to jingle all the way. And then I thought I'm going to change to the jeans I feel comfortable in okay. that are a little more country looking, I think. All right. <laughs> no, don't don't describe them as country. It's a different color jean. But they look a little more country star jean as opposed to gray jeans. Okay. So and I have this. I just put the same ones on this morning because they're right there next to the bed. These are fine, right? Yeah, they're extremely country looking. They're a little fitted. I mean, it's basically like Jason Aldean is standing across from me right now. That's what I was going for. Oh, wow. Okay, well, spot on. Then I put on one shirt that's a little more of a stretchy shirt. My Mm -hmm. wife said, oh, that shirt looks good on you. And I thought, I don't think so. So, Oh, yeah. Well, you should go against what your wife says. (laughs) That looks good on you. I don't think so. All right. (laughs) I'm going to try something else. Yeah, well, that's typically what we do. I guess when our husbands say, oh, I like that shirt. I look fat. And we try something else on, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. But the issue became that uh, this television special that I shot, the chairs look like they were a little small. Can I tell you? So I look like a freaking giant. When I saw you post a picture of where you were going to be sitting, the first thing I thought, and I was at work when I saw the picture of you at my other job, uh, I, I saw you where you were going to sit and I wanted to send your wife a picture and mm. say has he started panicking yet at where he's going to have to sit for his television special but yeah for the special because the chair literally is about two feet off the ground <laughs> it looked like a chair that my son used to have when he was three uh in his room you know where he could for a three-year-old like, yeah, it, like a was, Thomas the train yeah 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 so here I am in this chair and I'm not tall just just to be clear I'm not tall but this chair is still short and I'm afraid, even though I was talking to uh, the producer and director and all that, the people who are putting the, the deal together, I'm like, hey, am I sitting right? Get the lights right. Blah, 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 blah. Is the camera angle good? And this is for the television station, right? They're probably like, oh, my gosh, get him out of here. Uh-huh. I still wonder, and I need you to tell me the truth. Okay. What are you about to show me? I just want to show you the first picture that he took that I said, uh-uh. Can you promise me if I laugh? Wait, before you turn your phone around, uh-huh. can you promise me you're not going to get I won't get mad. Hurt. But do I look like a giant in this picture? (laughs) 
Do I? It does look as if maybe the chair did. <laughs> it might be a child's chair. You're, you're, so you're blaming the chair for the way I look. You no. You look very. You look like you've been working out. But does it look weird? Do I need to lose about thirty pounds, if, even if it's muscle? So I look like I fit in this chair. There, you might. You do look a little big for the chair, maybe. <laughs> oh, I hate my life. Oh gosh, I hate you it. You just look a little big for the chair. But so. I'm in here with Sierra, who's the host. Aww. She looks like the a Barbie chair doll. Looks over right there. for her. She looks like a Barbie doll. I look like if you put an elephant in a bathtub. And now it's confirmed. I told him as I was leaving. I said, "If I look like I'm too big for this chair, we're redoing this." Well, maybe you might have needed a stool or something. Do you think I need to redo this? No, because I will have you no. make the call and tell them that we need it, to redo it. It's fine. Do I look like an elephant in no, a bathtub? Definitely not. Oh gosh, you think I do? This is bad news, y'all. <laughs> I'll be on television, it's fine. looking like an elephant. It's fine. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So we've reached this point of the Christmas season, I guess, where emotions can get the best of us. And Brandon, today, I have not just one example, but two examples of how that can happen around Christmas time. Okay. A Wisconsin state trooper pulled over a guy because his entire car was covered in Christmas lights. The trooper told the guy she appreciated his creativity, but what he was doing was against a law that bans, quote, any color of light other than white or amber on the front of his car. According to a Facebook comment by someone who says they were the driver's dad, the trooper let the guy off with a warning. That Christmas light's all over his car. Really? And he was driving around with it and not in a parade. Gotcha. In other news, a 55-year-old woman named Shirley, who lives in Oxford, Florida, was arguing with her boyfriend when her sister tried to intervene. Well, that backfired because Shirley grabbed the nearest Christmas decoration and hit her sister with it. The Christmas decoration? A medium-sized beaded cone tree used for decoration. Shirley was arrested for misdemeanor battery. Wow. (laughs) Speaking of Christmas and Christmas trees, why why are Christmas trees so bad at sewing? Ooh, I have no idea. Why are they so bad? They keep dropping their needles. (laughs) You have to have a real one. And there's even more proof that that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hi, right, good morning. The best-selling country songs of 2020. There's some good ones in there. There's some surprises as well. I was going to run through those with you. These are the ones you bought the most, the ones that you wanted to have right there on your phone, on your device. You wanted to buy the singles. Number 10 on the list is Morgan Wallen chasing you. Chasing you like a side of whiskey, burning, going down, burning, the best-selling country songs of 2020. Check this one out. Number nine is actually an older song, but it still sold a ton of copies. Chris Stapleton. Tennessee whiskey. You're a sweet wine. Two or three years old at this point. You're Maybe older than that. Anyway, Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey is number nine in the top-selling country songs of 2020. Jason Aldean comes in at number eight. When I got what I got, I don't miss what I had. The old me before you Sam Hunt, number seven. You've got a cold heart and a cold heart truth. I got a bottle of whiskey, but I got no proof that you showed up tonight in that dress. Selling country songs of 2020. So Number six, Old Dominion. I don't want to be a one man band. I don't want to be a rolling stone alone, putting miles on a run down van. Number five on the list, Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber. I'd spend 10,000 hours, 10,000 more. Oh, if that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. Four on the best-selling country songs of 2020, 
Marin Morris. When the bones are good, the rest don't matter. Yeah, the pain could peel, the glass could shatter. Let it break, cause you and I remain the same. Number three, Luke Bryan. It goes like one margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. Don't worry about tomorrow, leave all your sorrow out here on the floor. The second biggest selling country song of 2020, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Number one top selling country song of 2020. That's the top-selling country song of 2020. Wow. So that's big, man. Mm-hmm. A new artist right out there with the top-selling yeah. song of the year. Uh, Gabby Barrett has her new single out. If you haven't heard it, it's called The Good Ones. He's one of the good ones. I love me like he should one. Like he wrote the good one. The kind you find when you don't even love one. Anybody can be good ones. But he's good. She's pregnant, celebrating that part of life where, you know, you're newly married and all that kind of stuff. So Gabby Barrett, her song, I hope, the most purchased country song of 2020. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Friday, December the 18th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of the show. And the head coach, well, I mean, basically she is (laughs) of the A-State men's basketball team. Happy birthday to Alicia Bellotta, who celebrates. We actually have her husband on the phone to say happy birthday to her today. Hang on, let me get ready. Coach, would you like to say happy birthday to your wife, Alicia? Hey, what is happening? Happy birthday to my wife, Alicia. She is celebrating. Yes. Red the wolves. Red the wolves. Happy birthday to Alicia Milano. now Count Dracula. Well, you didn't give me time. You didn't prep me for that. That's just that's what you get last minute. All right. They hate us now. Alicia Milano celebrates her birthday today. Also celebrating Bobby Sharp of Highland. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Rachel Ward from Stuttgart has a birthday today. Shannon Finley, also in Stuttgart, is celebrating. Michelle Hart of Paragould. Kristen Belcher of Imboden. Shauna King of Jonesboro, Jim Shaw in Rogers, Arkansas, is celebrating a birthday today. Elizabeth Knight is celebrating Nick Brown of Stuttgart, uh, Brittany Berry of DeWitt. We have Arthur Hunt of Dumas and Wesley Fuller of Wynn turning 13. Celebrating tomorrow, Randy Collier has a birthday. Bart Hyde of Paragool, Jonathan Kemp from Rector, Angie Brewer of West Memphis, Micah Tilly. Of Jonesboro celebrates tomorrow. Kristen Watson from Jonesboro. Gunnar McLean of Stuttgart, four years old. Happy birthday. And Gracie Stain of Stuttgart celebrates tomorrow as well. Sunday birthdays. Allison Criswell of DeWitt. Ruth Shimwell of England. We have Melanie Wil- uh, try again. Melanie Wilkie of Jonesboro who has a birthday on Sunday. Zachary Butler of Jonesboro and Jackson Clayton of Jonesboro on Sunday. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this, we say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate 
with these celebrities. Bridget Mindler is 28. That's Teddy Duncan on Disney's Good Luck Charlie. Love that show. One of yep. my favorite Disney shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Ashley Benson is 31. That's Hannah on Pretty Little Liars. Christina, <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Big birthday for her today. She's 40. Happy birthday to Christina Aguilera. My favorite Christina song and video. How did I know? This is the video that when it came out, everybody freaked out because she went from being little, you know, Disney pop princess yeah, to a fighter, to dirty Christina, Christina Aguilera, 40 years old today. Happy birthday. Katie Holmes is 42. Of course, that was Joey on Dawson's Creek. Sia is 45. A lot of people say mm-hmm. that you used to uh, look like Sia back in the day when mm-hmm. you were had your hair. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're going to side-by-side that one day, aren't you? I think I already have. All right. Sia is 43. Ooh, Brandon. Trish Stratus. What? Former WWE diva. She's 45 today. Come on now. (laughs) Come on, Trish. Here's the cool thing about her. Guess what? Guess who who she follows on Twitter? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess you. Yep. Happy birthday to my good friend, Trish Stratus. Okay. We're not really good friends, but we are Twitter friends. Well, and happy birthday to my good friend, DMX, who, oh. is, <laughs> who is 50 today. Oh, God. Y'all make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here. Up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. Happy birthday, DMX. Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, is yeah. 56 today. And that's the bottom line. Stone Cold Sensor. Man, one of the biggest stars ever in the WWE, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Brad Pitt is 57 today. Steven Spielberg is 74 today. Uh, Keith Richards, Keith Richards what? is seventy-seven today. From Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. I try to tell Brandon that every You day. can't always get what you want. That's well, my life. <laughs> you can't. All right, we understand. Get we can't get. <laughs> Keith Richards of the Rolling Stone. Come on now. Let's do one more. Richards of the Rolling Stones, 77. And celebrating on Saturday, Janelle Evans will be 29 from Teen Mom 2. Jake Gyllenhaal will be 40. And Brandon, who is your favorite Milano cookie? What? <laughs> Don't you have a favorite Milano oh, cookie? My, yeah, my favorite Alana. Uh, Alana. Mm. Your favorite Milano cookie yeah, is... It's not the double chocolate. No. It's not the milk chocolate. It's the Alyssa Milano. Yeah. All right, well, we butchered uh, that. Why but did you set she me up has that? a birthday on I wanna, Saturday. I want to go away right now. <laughs> she has hey! a birthday. Alyssa Milano has a birthday on Saturday. She'll be 48. Chris Angel will be 53 on Saturday. And celebrating on Sunday, Jonah Hill from Superbad will be 37. Sandra Lee, Dr. Pimple Popper herself, oh, yeah. will be 50. And JoJo will be 30. Oh, JoJo did this one. It's the end
Happy birthday right there. JoJo is turning 30. And we just got a message from Jason Dunlap that says, can y'all wish the Rivercrest Colts good luck? They are playing for the 4A state championship tomorrow at War Memorial Stadium. So Boom. good luck, guys. Brandy awesome. Baxter in the morning. Hello, Friday morning. Welcome. December the 18th to today, and that means we are seven days away from Christmas. It's crazy time, y'all. This is that weekend when you go out there shopping and you're like, oh, why did I wait so long? So be ready for that. Be nice to your neighbors, man. We're all trying to do the best we can in 2020. And y'all, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Well, guys, Thomas Rhett is taking an infinite or indefinite. How did I say that? Indefinite. Infinite means he's going to never come back. Well, we never know. But I'm going to say indefinite break from Instagram. He shared that he's going to be stepping away from Instagram for right now just because of too much negativity. So Mm -hmm. Thomas and his wife, Lauren, just got back from a trip to Cabo, Mexico with some friends, even though fans were quick to compliment the beautiful scenery. Okay, Mm -hmm. so they posted some pictures. Um, So everybody's like, there was a lot of fans that were like, oh, this is really pretty. So glad y'all got away. But there was a lot of fans that were like, oh, must be nice to go on vacation during a pandemic i guess all of us uh, poor people will stay home and so they got a golly. whole bunch of uh negative comments and that kind of stuff so basically he said hey i'm gonna get off of here for a while y'all have a merry christmas uh i'm gonna spend time with my family and not I deal with that. this and that so i think he's just gonna like you said he's gonna spend time with his family not deal with that kind of negativity and uh move on so i hate it i think they're that. good people they are yeah. and i think like you know yeah Anyway, okay, so Pranksmas Day number five is rolling on with Luke Bryan and uh, his wife Caroline, where they prank people every day in the 12 days Mm -hmm. leading up to Christmas. And this time they decided to try to play a prank again on Luke Bryan's mom. (laughs) And they love pranking her because her reactions are hilarious. She's funny. So this time they enlist the help of Todd Chrisley from the TV show Chrisley Knows Best. And they're going to call and talk to uh, LeClaire, who is Luke's mom, and tell her that there is a major leak in her apartment and it's ruining other apartments. <laughs> and she does not care. I think she's on to the fact that she's a part of Pranksmas at this point. I'll play a little bit of this. I'm trying to reach LeClaire, Brian. Oh, you got her. Every which way they is. Sideways, upside down. Miss Brian, this is our Troy with Progressive Insurance. How are you? Oh, I'm just having a blast. Talking about the leak in your unit at Sco Beach? Yeah, honey, I ain't worried about no damn leak. Why should I worry? It's caused damage to your neighbor below you. I want to know what the hell the neighbor looks like. I might want to go out with him. He might be fine. He might want some of the... Okay. That's hilarious. She's funny. So basically, she turns the prank around and is now pranking Todd Chrisley. That's great. It's really cute. And she's funny. She is. She doesn't care. That's Luke Bryan's mom on the fifth day of Pranksmith. You can check out... The full video, it's up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. So you're talking about, you know, we're in a pandemic right now. There's not a lot of things that we can do to start the year off as far as like having a big party on New Year's, right? But there's good things that are going to be on TV. So Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are two of the entertainers that are going to be ringing in the new year with performances on NBC's New Year's Eve 2021. Carson Daly is going to host NBC's New Year's Eve special live from Times Squares in New York City along with Gwen and Blake. There's also going to be the Goo Goo Dolls, Kylie Minogue, Busta Rhymes. BB Rexa, oh, Doja sweet. Cat, but I wonder if Gwen and Blake will sing their two big hits. Or maybe Gwen might do her new one too because she has her Mm -hmm. new one. So, anyway, also you mentioned, or I mentioned the other day, uh, you have Blake and Gwen on NBC with Carson Daly. You also have Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve on ABC. J Lo's a headliner, but country music wise, Jimmy Allen's Mm going to be at that. Girl, what's your name? What's your drink? 
There's a brand new country music video out today. Dylan Scott has given us a video for his song, Nobody. And the great thing about this is, you know, obviously it's tough to even shoot music videos during the pandemic. So he got a co-star that he spends a lot of time with, his wife. So the video is he and his wife, he's taking her out on this big elaborate date where they sit down and watch old home movies, including, uh, you know, time together at home, their wedding and stuff like that. If you haven't heard the song, Nobody, it's new stuff from Dylan Scott. This is what it sounds like. Girl, nobody, nobody, nobody gonna love you like I do. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody gonna love you like I do. I'm gonna love you till the good Lord comes back for me and you. Girl, nobody, nobody, nobody gonna love you like I do. That video's up. It's sweet, too. It's up right now on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog which you can check out at your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents today in pop culture. Hey y'all today's December the 18th today in pop culture in 1961, a song was out that hit the hot 100 for the first time. It was a song done by, I believe they're called the tokens. The song is called the lion sleeps tonight. I think we've done enough damage to that song. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1966, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas aired for the very first time on CBS. The legendary one, of course, not the Jim Carrey version. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1982, Hall & Oates started a four-week run at number one with this one. Actually, on Kelly's license plate, You're Man Eater. <laughs> Today in pop culture in 1984, Madonna had a song that went to number one. What? You know which one? That's funny. I'm sorry. That's on your license plate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not nice. Okay. Reformed. Uh, today in pop culture in 1997, it was a sad day. Chris Farley was found Aww. dead in his apartment in Chicago. Uh, he was only 33 years old. Mm. And he was funny. Yes. What is the movie, the really funny one with him and David Spade? Tommy Boy. Love that movie. Really so, good one. Uh, that was a sad day in 1997 and a shocking day as well. Uh, today in pop culture in 2009, the very first Avatar movie was released. Uh, Today in pop culture in 2011, One Direction played their very first show together, and it was described as awful. They said it was like it was a joke. They did okay. They figured out how to put it all together, you know? And today in pop culture in 2016, Fifth Harmony announced that Camila Cabello was leaving the group. And we were like, is that a good idea? They had a song out that was a hit. So Camila leaves. We wonder, will she have a career on her own? And I guess the answer was a resounding yes. So she did okay, too. As far as Fifth Harmony, well, I'm not exactly sure on that. Today is December the 18th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We've kind of referenced uh, a couple of times this week that, um, you know, we had some family that was going through some stuff with COVID-19. 
And we were finally given the permission to kind of share the story because, I mean, it's a uh, it's a sad story, but at the same point, there was a really sweet moment. And I just wanted to kind of give you some background on that. You might have seen it on social media because I, I made this post and it went um, pretty crazy. The It exploded pretty mm-hmm. quick because the story is so sweet. A lot of times we do this show and, you know, it's all about, hey, we want to be funny, silly. We want to make your day better. But uh, there are times we want to share our lives. And then there's things like maybe we shouldn't share that. Mm -hmm. But most of our life legit is on the radio. So I think that's why so many of you feel, um, you know, like, you know, so much about us is because we share uh, the good and sometimes the bad and the sad and stuff like that. So uh, I made this post on all of my socials. Uh, My wife's grandparents are currently battling COVID-19. Uh, they're in their early 80s, and they've been married uh, at this point 61 years, right? And the crazy thing about this was, you know, they had done everything right as far as COVID-19 and uh, basically stayed home. And, um, you know, they ended up in a situation where someone who was asymptomatic came came to their house. And, you know, just it was the worst nightmare situation mm-hmm. you possibly could have where, uh, one of them got sick and then the other got sick and they were both worried about caring for the other. And uh, at one point it looked like it was going to be a deal. They were just going to be able to ride out. And then uh, we got the call. They were going to have to go to the hospital. Uh, one of them was on the COVID floor. Leslie's grandmother, Leslie's grandfather was a little more serious at that point and was put into ICU. And then the staff at the hospital was you know, just great in dealing with them. A couple days go by with them in the hospital, and we're getting updates all throughout the day, and it's basically consumed us the last number of days. Um, And then we got the news that Leslie's grandmother was being moved to ICU, Uh, and it just so happened to be their 61st birthday. I haven't been into the hospital since uh, they have this, you know, the COVID restrictions and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it was wild because the the nurses at the hospital allowed them to see each other on their 61st uh, anniversary. Uh, they, again, they got married in 1959, and they put them side by side in in the beds, and they got to do the best they and, could to smile. And, and the picture, I mean, it's very real life, but it looks like a, a movie picture. I mean, you 100%. you can't help but think of the movie The Notebook um, when you see the picture, if you've seen the movie The Notebook. but Because yeah, um, it's really sweet. Yeah, and, and you can see the little smirk on her face. I mean, here she is. Not She's feeling terrible. No, oh, yeah. And she's happy because she's in the same room, and they're they're touching hands, and they're just happy that they're there together. This is their anniversary right yeah, there. I'm, yeah. And they both have double lung pneumonia caused by COVID-19. They're on oxygen. You know, they're I mean, it's, it's, hooked up to stuff. and mm. It's awful, but it's sweet at the same time. Um, so for all of you who reached out and have shared their message and their story and who have sent prayers and I mean, golly, you go through there. There are so many people mm-hmm. uh, and it just, our family appreciates all of that. And it's a love story. As, as I kind of wrote to caption, the family wanted me to write something. They think, Oh, you can write stuff and you're creative and stuff like that. So uh, the title of what I wrote was Arkansas's real life love story in sickness and in health. That's mm-hmm. the vows of marriage that mm-hmm. you're going to be there in sickness and in health. Um, if you want to go check out that, that post, it's up on all my socials. On Facebook, you can go to uh, Brandon Baxter in the morning. The same thing on Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. And then on Twitter, you can find it there too, Brandon on BBITM. But What's uh, the latest? Like, uh, what are they saying? Like, um, they I don't know if I should share all of that yeah, the details because, yeah. you know, it's it's we get almost hourly mm-hmm. updates. And, and this morning we got some new news. There's some new struggles. And yeah. uh, we're just going to have to kind of watch that. So until I'm told by the whole family, we yeah. can divulge what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of right now, you know, they're both still in the intensive care unit. But, you know, think about a love that goes for, you know, all those years, 61 years of marriage. And there were some songs. I was like, what songs really fit a moment like that? Right. The long time love. I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky, I'll be there. You, know, you have that one. You have Randy Travis. Oh, baby, I'm gone. Again, just a thank you to everybody who has uh, sent messages and they're saying prayers. We appreciate that. I cross my heart and promise to give 
There's one more that is really fitting for the situation. And I will always love you. I will always love you. And again, as I mentioned on, on one of the social posts, they wanted to share their story. You know, they're proud of their marriage and they're going to fight side by side. love story and that we appreciate our family appreciates everybody who has reached out Brandon Baxter in the morning Kelly and I rely on each other a lot for advice and this morning when she came to me and she posed the question Hey, do you think it's ever okay to date your best friend's ex? I was like, dang. (laughs) And then I realized it was because Halle Berry says it's a cardinal sin. Mm -hmm. It's something that you just don't do. So if your best friend or even one of your good friends breaks up, you do not pursue the ex. No. Even if the ex is pursuing you. That's what Halle Berry says. What do you think? I agree. 100%. Yes. What if you had this connection? Like you were all friends. I I mean, I can't speak to that because I've never been in that situation, but no. You think that's wrong? Yeah. Is that betrayal of your best friend? I kind of think so, yeah. And I mean, surely at that point. Especially if you're best friends and you've seen all. There's a reason they broke up. Yeah, that's true. So there's a reason. And so you know the reason they probably broke up. So. But what if you feel that the girl did the guy wrong? And of course, I'm going to make it where it's the other way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but just think about the, the whole idea behind that. Give me a name of one of your good friends. Mm, just pick one. I Leslie. Don't. That is not a good one. I don't know why not. Pick another one. Oh, uh, pick another let's friend. say. Pick another friend that's not going to be me okay, at the end. Carrie. Okay, your friend Carrie. Mm-hmm. Is she married? Yes. What is her husband's name? Josh. All right. So let's say Carrie and Josh have an issue okay. and it doesn't work out, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe she just decides it's done, like she's done on her part, but you and Josh have known each other forever and you're single too, by the way. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> I just didn't think that would be okay. so good. What do you think? Absolutely not. No way. No. So when you put it into the terms of think of one of your good friends and think about it's, the person yeah, they're married to, no. you just couldn't do Mm-mm. it. But I think it happens. Man. How would you deal with it? I, I, I'm How would I you deal with to. it if that happened and your husband, let's say, heaven forbid, something happened, right? Yeah. And your husband ended up dating, I don't know, Carrie. I'd go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you really want to know. Well, honesty is the best policy. Yeah. Halle Berry says it's a cardinal sin. All right. We're going to put it up on social media and get your thoughts. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Some days that makes me laugh Uh hard. Uh, All right, did you know 98% of the atoms that currently make up your body are different than the atoms that made you up last year? So technically, you're almost an entirely different person than you were a year ago. That is not true. Completely true. I've never heard that. Yeah. Did you know the founder of Timex Watches picked the name in honor of his father, because his father loved reading Time magazine and using Kleenex. That's not true. Yep, true. That's interesting. Okay. And did you know, you're going to like this, what? if bees were paid minimum wage, yeah. a jar of honey 
would cost $182,000 no. in labor. That is so dumb. The bees are getting cheated. Oh my gosh. That's crazy news. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Morning, everybody. It's Friday morning, one week from Christmas. A lot of people are going to be out shopping this weekend. It's the shoppingest time of the year. It's also the angriest time of the year for some people who are shopping. It is. Be nice, people. It's stressful. Like it- that. We've messed up and we didn't do a lot of the shopping that we were supposed to do online. Like that was the vision, right? Yeah. I haven't told you that like a month ago. That's the vision. We're going to get it done. We didn't get it done. We don't really have a reason why we didn't get it done. And now we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to go out into stores. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I know. That stuff just dropped off at my house. I know. <laughs> but like, if you want to shop local, you got to go out and do mm-hmm. stuff. So we're going to go do that. Uh, here's what I was looking at, though. Uh, you know, we're all trying to figure out what's going to happen with the whole meal situation, right? Are people coming to your house for the holidays? Or is it going to be more of an intimate setting with just the immediate family? Everybody's doing mm-hmm. it different, even though the CDC says, hey, maybe it's just the people who live in the house. I was looking up this deal, the most popular Christmas dishes in America. Okay. And so they did this big survey. They were asking people what they enjoyed for their Christmas meal. The most popular thing on the Christmas menu are roasted potatoes. Mm, I like roasted potatoes, but I, I never like, do them. Really? Are those, those are those those little potatoes that look like little miniature, like they got shrunk, like honey, I shrunk the potatoes. Those little red potatoes? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. What do I you guess put on you them? could do Just that. Salt and pepper? Maybe, yeah. I've never done that. Mashed potatoes, number two, so we're obviously fans of potatoes. Uh, turkey is number three, the bread or the rolls and the stuffing or the dressing. Hmm. That's the top five. Uh, then it goes down like stuff like prime rib is popular, roast beef. Do yeah. you guys ever do roast beef? We don't. Uh, what about steak? No. Cornish hens are big. I told you I there thought about Cornish hens. What about a little Christmas lasagna? Uh, my kids would probably love that, actually. You know what's weird? My wife and my son don't really enjoy lasagna. And it's one of my favorite foods. Wow, yeah. I'm like, would you like for me to whip up a batch of my special lasagna? And they're like, no. We'd rather just have spaghetti. Like, no. Hmm. Lasagna is better. Let me give you some of the worst foods, the ones that are the least popular. So if you're thinking about putting these on your holiday table, these are the foods people are not very excited about. The last one on the list, the least favorable food for your, for your Christmas table is tofu. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to dig into that. Is that just little squares of white? I, I'm just not going to, I don't, I'm not going to dig it. I don't want that. I've never had it. Now, now people who, who say that they can go and do vegan or vegetarian or whatever, say you can flavor that. Yeah. And it still tastes good. Mm. But I've never tried it. Other things that are not popular, uh, turnip greens are not real popular for the holidays. Hmm. But see, I love those. With that pepper sauce, like if they have those little jalapeno peppers in that bottle and you just sprinkle it on your turnip greens, hmm. that's good to me. Hmm. A little bit of garlic? No? No. Not really a fan? What about goose? You ever had goose? No, I haven't. Goose is not a popular idea for the holidays. They say cabbage doesn't go over very well. Hmm. Duck is not real popular. Nah. Coleslaw. Anyway, there's this whole list of different things out there, but the top most enjoyed thing on your Christmas table could be the roasted potatoes. Do you have any idea what you're cooking? Um, I, no. No. You got to get on it. I know I do. You got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Are people coming to your house? Just my five. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So Halle Berry has stated it is a cardinal sin to date one of your exes or one of your friend's exes. It's a cardinal sin. You just don't do that. Did it ever say in that interview if it had happened to her? Is that, no, is that what happened? Did. What if it did? I think that, I wonder if that's what happened. And that's why it's a cardinal sin. Uh-huh. That's why she's saying it. So we have it up on social media. What do you think? Is it, is it ever okay to date your friend's ex? Penny Wilson says, no, you should never do that. And if they do it to you, they were never really your friend. Yeah. Uh, Doug Blackburn says, they are an ex for a reason. Not the friend's fault unless you get caught in bed with her. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Ashley Starnes says, depends on how long they've been broken up, reason for breaking up, and current friend status. If they're mortal enemies, no. If they're still friendly and it's okay and they've been broken up for 10 years, go for it. So I guess there's always little, you know. There's caveats. Yeah. 
you can decide, and, and it all depends. Yeah. But here's what happens with caveats. Caveats. When you have a caveat in your own mind, it could be whatever you want the caveat to be. Oh, they, they broke up a week ago. It's fair game. Oh, they, they weren't really good with each other. We were better. We were better friends. Yeah. We were more compatible. There's all these different caveats. Well, Amanda Thomas said that she was 100% with me. She would end up going to prison. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a 42-year-old man in Michigan who is now suing his parents. And he's mad at his parents because he moved out of his house mm-hmm. and they went back through his stuff and started throwing stuff away. Okay. Like stuff that he left at home thinking they'd keep forever. and uh, Like trophies, stuff from high school and stuff? Well, they threw away a collection that he had had oh, for like a Oh, like baseball while. cards. Nope, nope, not, not baseball cards. A collection he probably started collecting in his teenage years and probably just grew over time. Oh. Um, so what happened was he had like 12 different boxes of stuff. Comic books. Not comic books. No, these were other types of books and videos and things of that nature. Oh. That he didn't feel he could take into his married life, so he thought he'd just leave him at his parents' house. Oh. Well, it ends up the the whole the whole marriage doesn't work. It ends in divorce. He's going to have to go back and and find his collection. Oh god. Because he no longer has a spouse uh-uh. and he went for the collection and realized they had thrown it away. Well, heaven forbid. And now he's suing his parents for damages Mm-mm. because he believes that no. he spent a lot of money on that collection Mm-mm. and some of the items were irreplaceable. Mm-mm. He's suing his parents for throwing away his collection. Get out of here. He's suing them for $25,000. Uh-uh. <laughs> True story. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, I share a very personal story from our family. We have um, Leslie's grandparents both battling COVID-19. You might have seen the photo up on social media. I mean, it it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It kind of was one of those deals that went viral. They celebrated their 61st anniversary in ICU battling COVID with double lung pneumonia. And, uh, man, there's so many people who have come out of their way to wish them well and to send their prayers and share the message. And mm-hmm. They wanted the message to be shared. They're not social media people. Mm-hmm. Like they're not on there. They never wanted their picture to be there. But, you know, here they are fighting at the at the in their you know, fighting for their life with COVID. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's, and, and it's a, it's one of those real stories mm-hmm. that is like a movie story. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's their anniversary. They're in the hospital together. It's a headline type story. But like legit, it's uh, an Arkansas story. And it's my family. It's mm-hmm. really crazy. Uh, but anyway, we talk about that. We share our thoughts on that. And uh, that's all in the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't seen the photo um, and they took it, they had it taken in the hospital. Uh, you can go to Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning. You can go to um, Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning and on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. Lots of different ways. All right. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight on Disney Plus, the second season finale of The Mandalorian. I know my family is excited about that. Also on Disney Plus, Dory's Reef Cam on Disney Plus, the premiere of On Point, a six-part docuseries about the School of American Ballet. Tonight on Netflix, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Now, this is Chadwick Boseman's final movie, so a lot of people are happy about that uh, as far as getting to see that. Sunday Night Football, the New York Giants host the Cleveland Browns. Sunday Night on CBS, you're going to be excited about this. What? Garth and Trisha live. Oh! Oh, a gosh, holiday concert stuff. event. And yes. right after that, Gail King will host the 22nd annual Home for the Holidays. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.